Well, uh, thanks again for being uh, with us this morning. Um, we're going to hear in due time the, the Word of God uh, from uh, a dear brother, a guest speaker of ours today. Um, but before we do, we're going to hear from a brother named Jonathan Fong. Jonathan has been with us for uh, uh, less than a year, um, but he's been, actually might, might be more than a year, I'm not sure. He'll let you know. Uh, but Jonathan is an accountant, um, and he has... Uh, gone through a couple of our classes. He uh, recently committed himself uh, in making a covenant, taking the vows of membership here at Harvest, and has gone through our first uh, discipleship class. And so he's here. Um, and the reason we share testimony is because we need to continue to know that God is alive and that he's working. The reason why we're, in large part, we're intergenerating, there's many reasons why we have youth and adults here. But one of the reasons why uh, I love having people share their testimonies for our young people to know that God is not just uh, a God to help us get through the youth ministry, to get through high school. And then once we get to college, we're on our own to figure it out. But we, we have people share because uh, God is alive and he's working as much in the 100-year-old man as he is in the 10-year-old child, as much as he is in the 15-year-old student struggling with acne and insecurity and all of those fears. Um, God is real and he's working. He's in the business of changing lives for his glory and for the joy of his people. And so uh, we're going to invite uh, John Fong to come and share with us. Let's give him a round of applause. He comes to testify. Hello. Um, I'm actually sick today, so I apologize if I sound like a potato. Um, uh, Okay, so um, let me introduce myself by just um, answering some questions. that almost everybody um, that I've talked to here has has asked me. Um, so I'll just kill like 50 birds with one stone. Um, okay, so um, I'm an accountant, as Pastor DL had already uh, mentioned. Um, I work for my parents. I have a younger brother. He's um, four years apart. I'm older, um, and um, we're not we're not twins. <laughs> um, it's not like my mom was in labor for four years and then he popped out four years later. <laughs> okay, so um, let me get to the more important part now that the introduction's over. Um, I've been attending Harvest for about um, eight months now, and it really has been a blessing for me um, to be part of a church that's loving, that's passionate, and most importantly, Christ-centered. I don't think it would be an overstatement for me to say that these past few months have been pivotal, uh, pivotal in helping me sort out my priorities um, and uh, begin to help me rebuild my broken relationship with God. So I'm just going to give you a bit of history um, where I come from. I'm going to talk about um, my first impressions of Harvest, and then um, I'll talk about how house churches have blessed me. And then finally, I'll um, talk about what I learned um, in Harvest 201. So to give you a bit of history, I was raised in the church. Um, I attended Sunday service and other various meetings um, consistently as I was growing up. And naturally, I became more and more involved with the church as I grew older. However, despite what it looked like from the outside, my relationship with with God had always been um, very shallow because I never developed a personal relationship with God. Um, I never developed a habit of immersing myself in studying God's word and in praying, which was a sign of a deeper problem. 
I was not able to build a personal relationship with God because I was always unable to entrust God um, with certain aspects of my life. And because of that inability, my faith remained very shaky. After I graduated from UF about seven years ago, um, I started working, and then I just lost the desire to be part of the church um, and stopped attending completely. For seven years, I was living for myself. Um, I was spending all my free time um, satisfying my own desires, um, working towards personal goals. And so basically what that looked like, um, it's pretty sad, but what that, my life revolved around um, working, going to the gym, and eating. Um, and when I say eating, I'm, just, I'm not just saying like eating to feed myself. Um, I remember this one Saturday, um, I wanted galbi. Um, that's Korean short ribs. For everybody who doesn't know. Um, I wanted to make that, so I bought like six pounds of ribs from um, the grocery store. I cooked three pounds of it um, one afternoon by myself. Um, I ate it all as it was coming off the grill. Um, I saved the rest for dinner and finished like six pounds of meat in like one day. So um, I wasn't, I'm not complaining. I, I enjoyed doing, being able to do what I wanted to do, and it was very comfortable for me. Um, but all of that um, kind of changed once I got into a relationship, and it was just like a downward spiraling relationship. It was a bad idea from the beginning. So um, during that time, I won't go into the details, but during that time I realized two things. First of all, that I strayed very, very far from God. And second, when I was faced with trials and difficulty, I actually felt a strong desire to come back to God. Um, at that time, I felt like the prodigal son. And by God's grace, that's... Um, that relationship ended for me um, about a year ago, or after about a year, not a year ago, and that's when I started coming to Harvest. So my first impression of Harvest was very positive, but at the same time it felt very awkward. Um, I felt like I had forgotten, well, it felt awkward not because of the people, it felt awkward because I felt like I'd forgotten how to worship. Um, I remember that for the first few weeks I wanted to sing, um, but I didn't have the audacity to sing out loud because my life um, that I had been living was so inconsistent with what the lyrics were saying. I had been distant for so many years that I felt a sense of guilt and shame to be back in God's presence. Um, I remember the first few Sunday sermons were strangely relevant and personal to um, what I was going through at the time. And another thing I clear, clearly remember was how welcoming everybody was. Um, I couldn't remember um, receiving so many hugs in such a, sh a short span of time. It was almost overwhelming. Um, I, it took me like five weeks to start remembering names, and it was just crazy. Um, but I came to Harvest in a broken state, but I felt like I came to the right place. Um, I was lucky to get plugged into a house church almost immediately. Um, I'm usually the type that would shy away from getting more involved because it required um, stepping out of my comfort zone and putting myself in unfamiliar settings. But at the time, I was just desperate for um, any kind of fellowship I could get my hands on. Um, so I joined um, Seho's house church. Um, house church meetings quickly became an essential part of my weekly routine um, and something that I always looked forward to. It has been very helpful for me to discuss the sermon in greater depth and um, in a group setting, and being able to um, listen to other people's perspectives. Um, it's encouraging to see God's work in everyone's lives, 
and a blessing to pray for each other's struggle. Although attending house church meetings meant that I had to give up one night out of my week, I began to realize that the more time I was investing in God, the more he was working in my life. I began to feel a spiritual awakening that I haven't felt in a long time. Um, I was feeling a hunger for being in God's presence and a nagging desire to share um, my faith with others. For that reason, I did not consider my time a burden or sacrifice. Um, I began to experience a hunger for God's word. And although I was spending more time in meditation and in prayer, I still felt very ill-equipped to share my faith with others. I also felt like I could still afford to give God a little bit more um, of my time considering the sacrifice he has made for me. I often found myself thinking about whether I was really living like a Christian um, and my hunger for a personal relationship with God and a bit of peer pressure um, led me to sign up for Harvest 201. Um, I can't talk about 201 without first mentioning that it was a 12-week course um, that basically required me to commit like another six hours of my um, time to God every week, um, including the homework and everything. Um, not to mention that it was kind of like in the middle of my busy season. So um, I wasn't ecstatic about the commitment, but I knew that I would get something out of it. Um, there would be at least one person every week who would ask me this question, um, how's 201? And my answer would always be along the lines of, good, it's a lot of information, though. Um, they would then ask me, what did you learn? And I would fumble with my thoughts and eventually end up advising them to sign up for 201 next time around. It was a lot of information, and it would be impossible for me to um, just regurgitate everything I learned without referring back to my notes. Um, but after 12 weeks, 201 has helped me understand that an essential aspect of spiritual growth comes from diligently spending time studying the scripture, um, even in the midst of life's pressing demands. As part of our weekly assignment, we were required to summarize several chapters of scripture. Um, although I have read some of these passages in the past, they can take on a deeper meaning for me when I read them again. Most of my life as a Christian has been spent accumul accumulating head knowledge, but not really living out what I know to be true. I have to admit that for the majority of 201, I dreaded doing the summaries, and it felt like a chore to me every time, um, and I felt like God wasn't really speaking to me. Um, one of my recurring prayer requests with my house church was that God would plant that desire and hunger in me. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and God definitely answered my prayers because um, as I was reading through and summarizing the book of James, it felt like everything was written for me personally. It was a wake-up call for me, a slap in the face. Um, James chapter 1 was a reminder to embrace trials and temptations um, because that leads to spiritual maturity. James chapter 2 stresses, stresses the importance of faith and deeds. Again, these words spoke to me on a personal level because I was hardly living out a life that was reflective of my beliefs. There are only five short chapters in the book of James, but I felt like almost every verse was relevant for me. I don't think there were many instances in the past where I felt a personal connection to the scripture, but reading the scripture is a completely different experience when the Holy Spirit is involved. Sometimes the verses that I read would distract me all day at work, and then the next day, uh, it'll make me want to share um, what I learned with somebody else. 
um, I would hunger for more and have a desire to apply what I've learned in my life. Unfortunately, I'm not at the point in my spiritual journey where um, the Holy Spirit speaks to me like that every time I read God's word. But I think that's because I have not been as diligent as I could be and as faithful as I should be. I feel like my time at Harvest has been very fruitful. I know that my relationship with God will have its up and downs, but certainly helps to be surrounded with the right people. I'm very much still a work in progress, so please continue to pray that God um, will refine me and make me more like Christ. I am grateful that God has brought me to harvest, and I look forward to what he has in store for me. Thank you.